welcome to Development Heaven, the eldritch horror of podcasts. I am your Frankenstein, Vincent Marnelli. And I'm your Dracula, Glenn Cagle. You didn't put the teeth in. You gotta put the teeth in. Oh, we gotta no. do it again. Okay, well, all right, take two. Take two, take two, take two. And I'm the Dracula, Glenn Cagle. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> and, and then we're done with that bit. Okay, teeth out. Teeth out. Knuckles, That's enough of that. Knuckles cracked, headset on. Knuckles cracked, headset on. Wine pour? Wine poured. So, uh, this is, of course, our Halloween Halloween special. Y- you know, so this is the first episode we've recorded face-to-face. Uh, we were set, That's we, true. We, we have a new well, setup. And, of course, Glenn first, is still interrupting me. First publicly <laughs> publicly released one right. that we've recorded face-to-face. We did do the Christmas special from right. season zero. So, uh, um, that was over... Over a year ago. Over Almost a year, a year ago. ago. Yeah. Almost a year ago. No, you're right. I it feels like we've been doing this for longer. Oh, uh, we it is, tried. We, it is surprising that we've doing this been doing this for as long as we have. Yeah, this doesn't feel like we've been doing this for a year to me. Mm. Anyway, uh, to make it to make it a, a holiday special, of course, um, we are drinking wine. Some spooky <laughs> red wine. Is the, it blood? I don't know. The scariest drink of all, uh, Glenn. Okay, and just by the way, this is Vincent. Um, a little peek behind the curtain for you. We know you don't want to listen to our. You know, the sounds of us drinking, so we're going to keep that to a minimum. But, Glenn, hit us with that cork pop. Satisfying cork pop? Yes. I like it. All right, and the that's cork all. cork did rip. Oh, dear. No, we can edit that out. All right, give us a pull, then. All right. Say when. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cheers, lad. Cheers. Of course, if you want to play along, uh, a little fun drinking game for you. Every time we say something fucking really dumb, take a shot. You and will then, die. And then die by the end of the podcast. You will perish. Please don't. Um, I watched a YouTuber that had to like give disclaimers because people would play drinking games. It's like, every time he places the wrong block in Minecraft, take a shot. Oh, and God. he's like, yeah, you will actually die. <laughs> yeah. um, so obviously, don't play along if you're driving. <laughs> That's about where Just I'm Just pull at. over and, and like, listen to it. In, in, like, your car on the side of the road. Yeah, why that, not? that would actually be really spooky. Sure, there could be uh, a Jason outside of your car window. You don't know. That could get you, like, really in the mood for a spooky podcast. Yeah. You know what I love? It, like, just, like, Halloween culture is the fact that we, um, we replace words, you know? Okay. I'm talking specifically about like the the idea of instead of spectacular, everything it's during the month of October is spooktacular, right. is bootacular, whatever you would call it. Okay. There's some bad ones out there though. Oh, uh, horrendous! <laughs> the worst. Frankenberry. Frankenberry. Okay. If we're just going to talk about the cereals, I mean, Count Chocula isn't great, but I want to do that Chocula, with like. That's definitely the best one. <laughs> no, Booberry is the best one, obviously. Uh, uh, Fruit Brute sucks. Because Brute is... What is that from? It's, um, that's one of the monster cereals. The Fruit Brute. There's only the three. Booberry? It's Frankenberry? Those two are the same, by the way. Yeah. And then uh, Count Chocula. Count Chocula, as well as Fruit Brute and Yummy Mummy. I don't think so. Yummy Mummy's pretty good. I'm going to take this off, by the way. It's uncomfortable. What is it that you're taking off, Vincent? For, the, or for our um, audio audience. Well, I, uh, I am wearing uh, little, little Frankenstein bolts, but... I couldn't find a Frankenstein costume, so I am instead dressed as Parzival from Ready Player One. With Frankenstein bolts. With Frankenstein bolts. Uh, and Glenn... I am a steampunk uh, tails jacket with fangs. You're just a bad Dracula, but that's okay. No Budget judgment Dracula. here. 
What's my point is what's the phrase we can replace um, "Hello World" with? Oh. Goodbye World feels too easy, right? It yeah. feels it feels kind of cliche. What's something like um, "Goodbye Cruel World"? Um, How about so? Okay, what's a good? You know what I'm thinking? Development Hell. Development Hell. It's kind of obvious because the thing is, Development Heaven is already a play on Development Hell. Right. So at that point, it's it's redundant. Which is the uh, all the changes that your favorite pieces of media go through. Oh yeah. Was that smooth? It was smooth. We'll okay. get to it. Um what wow, about we've been going for a while. What about um like you know, like here's Johnny from uh from from The Shining. Okay. You know, the classic Jack Nicholas online. Like what is what if instead it's like here's Crunchy <laughs> Oh god. You like that? I like yeah, okay. Okay. It's so the, it's the like with that computer, the original computer that they got to like print the text on and it was like and it's like Hello world <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so here's, here's crunchy here's crunchy uh and welcome back crunch again to development heaven so crunching is a sequel and then the third one is the the threequel is uh crunch again this is good return of jafar <laughs> um crunch again return of jafar yeah okay so development heaven uh we can't do develop just development hell what about like what about like dead development heaven? Okay. Dead development. Don't, oh, don't develop dead inside. Dead development hell. No, no, we still. So don't develop dead ideas inside. Glenn, this is nothing. I'm sorry, <laughs> bud, but I can't even back you on that because that's not going to sound good or make sense. Dead ideas. That's <laughs> what we have here. Dead ideas. All right. So here's where we're at. Here's Crunchy and welcome back to dead development have, have end. <laughs> like end how's that is that is that anything uh, here's crunchy and welcome back to dead development have end and i forgot the rest of our intro but we do um we talk about canceled video games or and, something and or something uh we talk about development hell a little bit more of or something this episode a little free form <laughs> take a shot now if you're playing along <laughs> this is your cue <laughs> put on 3d glasses now <laughs> I got Glenn the joke on his wine. We're talking about PT this week. Um, we talked about, you know, uh, it's Halloween, it's horror themed, and I literally can't think of any more prominent canceled video games that relate to horror than um, than PT. And clearly, nobody else can because in doing my <laughs> research, it's people are still talking about it. It's like you're For getting articles reason, yeah. every single day. About about updates to PT, and here's the update: still not happening, you guys. It's still it's still canceled. <laughs> yeah, I saw a really great article um, today while I was doing my research. That's like top ten. It was a top ten list, which immediately so good. Top ten things that were canceled. Uh, uh, um, it that was were wrong it, with PT. No, no, no oh, it okay. was like top ten things that um, you missed in PT. Essentially, it was like the <laughs> no. stuff that. Um, that was like left on the cutting room floor when they canceled Silent Hills, the video game. PT, of course, it stands for playable teaser. Not quite physical therapy. Um, <laughs> um, podcast trainer. Podcast. We need a podcast trainer. Oof. Uh, pickle. Trick. Yeah. Pickle tickler. Pickle, pickle tickler. tickler. Okay, I'm into that. Um, I, hey. I would get Lisa to pick to pickle my tickle. She's pretty hot. 
But of course, until we get into that, um, who goes first this week, Glenn? Well, there's not a whole lot of going first since we're just kind of talking about PT together. I refuse to accept that. Give me a challenge. <laughs> okay, here's your challenge, Vincent. We're going to reach our hand into this bowl. We're going to blindfold you real quick, okay? Okay, okay. Go ahead and put on your blindfold. It's on. Okay. I'm going to uh, hold up this bowl, and I want you to stick your hand in it. Yep. And I want you to tell me whether it's brains or pasta. And if you get it right, you go first. If you get it wrong, then uh, we you have to eat the pasta. Deal. Okay. Ready? Feeling around, feeling around. Tough call, right? Hey gang, it's me, Vincent. Just a little peek behind the curtains here. Glenn has in fact handed me a bowl of undercooked uh, macaroni elbows. Vincent cooked it. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not wearing a blindfold, so I can't be fooled by this. It is, of course, brains. Uh, so Glenn, was I right? No. I guess that means you go first then, yeah? It means you have to, yeah. <laughs> we have to eat the pasta together. Um, oh shit, did you say I have to eat the pasta? That was the, that was the goof. Let's we, each have like one noodle. Okay, one noodle? One noodle piece. Wow, it tastes like pasta. Mm. Without butter or salt or no sauce. Salt. Um, let's talk about PT. Let's talk about PT. What does it stand for? Packing those testicles. Ooh, that's fun. Um. Pat my testicles. Pat my, please try <laughs> please if you could That's this is a ch- this is challenging um pt is a pretty terrible hey that's actually good uh the opposite of that so pretty terrible is the name is what it stands for on opposite day so do you actually want to go first because i have i have sort of a little introduction to pt that i can give it for for, it. for the folks at home who might have never heard of it if you're like um maybe if you're like five me. years old <laughs> if you're Glenn Cagle, or you're five years old... Okay, um, wait, I have... Do you want to give your intro first, and I'll give my opinion on PT? Sure, 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 okay, sure, sure, that, sure. that's a good format. <clears throat> set your mind back for... <laughs> set your mind back for a second. The year is 2014. The PlayStation Network has just released a free game called PT, developed by 777... 7, 7, 7780s. 7780s. How, should I say 7780s? Seven thousand seven hundred and eight zero. Deve- developed by Seven Seven Eighty Studio, PT was a first-person psychological horror puzzle game. Um, that wasn't actually. It wasn't actually. It was made by Hideo Kojima uh, as like a like a teaser. PT stands for playable teaser. Spoilers for uh, Silent Hills, a canceled video game. You keep saying Silent Hills. I'm pretty sure it's Silent Hill. There's only one. Silent Hills was going to be Hideo Kojima's entry into the silent hill franchise oh. called silent hills See, i'm missing a lot going on here i don't i'm not a playstation guy yeah i've never owned a, i've never owned a console is but silent hill isn't a playstation exclusive it was, or was it um, people people in 2014 i was mostly playing flash games <laughs> uh at the time i was making video games okay so uh not good ones not good ones yeah the um silent hill game was cross-platform it was everywhere you couldn't get yeah away from yeah it. The, actually the fox engine which is the engine that it was made in was created uh to be one of the first ever uh cross-platform engines right like engines designed to be cross-platform obviously there were cross-platform games before that but um this one kind of like optimized and streamlined all that you're gonna tell me something about pt your opinions or something i was gonna say something i, I didn't get it okay Interesting. I didn't get it. I would like you to elaborate. 
It was just, they had, <laughs> uh, what's his nuts at the end? And I was like, okay, Neiman Reedus. Neiman? <laughs> Norman, <laughs> Norman Reedus. At the end, I was just like, okay, cool, I guess. Yeah, man. Neiman. Um, it was just like this looping hallway kind of deal. And like, Duta, market forces, dads have been killing their families. Right. There's, there's definitely a theme of, like, fam- familicide, patricide, however you would call that. Patricide is where you kill your patricide father. Patricide is where you kill your father, so, fam- so familicide. In- infanticide. Yeah. That's where you kill a woman that's pregnant. PT has been described as one of the most immersive horror games of all time. Interesting. Why is that? Uh, um, well, you get very familiar with the setting. Like you said, it's um, it's a puzzle. It's like a, it's a horror puzzle game, but it's all set essentially within a singular... What's the word? Like Corridor? A, it's a corridor. It's a it's a foyer. Sure. Cheers, lad. Um, uh, it's a hallway that you go through. It's like L shaped. So you go down one hallway, you turn, and it's just that over and over and over again. And it sounds a little uh, sounds a little monotonous, and that's fair. It there, there's definitely a part to that. I uh, definitely stopped watching at one point. But the 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 horror of it is that it's like it's it's a thing that you become very familiar with. You understand this hallway, and when they corrupt it, it's disturbing it's disturbing because you're used to it there's um one thing that i think is really interesting about pt if you will hear my opinion glenn um no (laughs) (laughs) is that it's the hallway is designed in a way that's like you get to one end and then you have to turn and look so it's not all visible at one time so there's always a little bit of horror as you turn that corner you know you always get that what's going to be there a little bit of action a little bit of comedy a little bit of horror a little bit a little bit of romance even um i hope not should we, we set up a bit earlier where we both think the ghost Lisa's fucking sexy. Are we going to continue that? Is <laughs> yeah, that funny? Good. Is that any good? Yeah, that's good. All right. So we're, so we're going <laughs> to refer to her as the sexy ghost Lisa from now on. Right. Uh, a, a haunted spectral figure, 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 uh, and a, and a, and a, and a <laughs> shapely figure. If I do say so myself, Glenn, <laughs> very corporeal, if you know what I mean. Nice. Uh, and she follows you the whole game and it's, and it's incredibly unsettling to your credit no one's ever said something was settling before a house a house, house settles settles. right then that, yeah. but that is unsettling when that happens should we pour up yeah i think so all right pouring up pouring up pouring out that's the slogan for this one i'm filling up to your middle finger okay. that's kind of like my, my play this one's for the boys this is for all y'all moms out there. Listen to this podcast late at night on a Halloween. Kids are off having fun. I don't really like the idea that only moms drink wine because I'm enjoying this. Are you? And I and that doesn't make does that make me a wine mom? It does. You know what? Um, you know what I? Pre- I'm fine I, with that. I guess we should clarify. Uh, this is the first episode that we've recorded since we've both been 21 years of age, which is the legal drinking age here in the states. Good call, actually. Uh, we have Australian listeners. Um, listener. Uh-huh. Hey. <laughs> In case if, you you're, know. if you're still there, I saw that somebody from Australia listened to one of our podcasts. Now you latched onto him. He's, and like your, he's my best friend. He's, he's my lifeline. He's your misconnection now. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I, hope he, I hope he... I hope he... Or she... Shit. I hope they really enjoy this episode. He, she, they. Okay. You're going to slosh wine on your microphone, though. What is a man? You're making you're making me. Quiet. What is a man but a pile of secrets? Throws wine on ground, but I'm not going to because I have a carpet in my room. But enough talk. Die, monster! 
You don't belong in this world. It was man that gave me flesh. This is really good content. <laughs> if you haven't picked up on it, it's a little loosey-goosey this week, <laughs> this episode. But hey, it's a holiday special. What do you want from us? Good content. Good content. <laughs> um, flesh. Close, close uh, relationships. Closer friends. Closer friends. What was the intro I came up with a while back? Uh, Glenn just got a second monitor for his computer, and it's and it's beautiful. And so it's our, pretty nice. Our new slogan here is um, "Development Heaven." Two good monitors, two better friends. Two monitors T-shirts coming soon. I'd buy it. I'd buy that. For would you wear a Development Heaven T-shirt out? No. <laughs> I would. I would keep Development Heaven pogs in my pocket at all times, though. In right. My fanny pack. Would you trade them? I would absolutely trade them. Yeah, that's how you get them out in the streets, right? Right. So you flood the market with them. Sure. My uh, our bootleg our bootleg pogs. Be like, hey, check this out. I actually have two development heaven pogs. You actually have like a fanny pack full of them because mm-hmm. we get them printed. I got the last two development. Heaven I got the last two that were here. ever made mm-hmm. in the nineties when pogs were. That'd be good. Still being produced. That's good, dude. That's a plan. Where are we at with PT? We've been, we've been. I gave my opinion. You gave your opinion. We talked about the premise, right. which is that it's a hallway, an L-shaped hallway. So mm-hmm. there's always something out of frame. Lisa's kind of sexy, kind of ghosty, and um, I don't know. There's like a swinging light. There's a lot of cockroaches. The cockroaches. There's a baby in a fridge. There's a baby in a sink. Baby in a sink. Fetus in a sink. And Liam Neeson. No. Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus. So that's, of course, we, we, we've skipped out on the part of the, um, the end. So if you beat the game, you solve all the puzzles. Which, by the way, I want to talk about the puzzles for a second. In, Wait, in okay. On. Do you mind if I like ask one question real quick? Sure. Because I'm still uneducated on Go this. for it. Go for it. Um, so you said that Silent Hills was going to be the first game of the Silent Hill series? It's going to be a... It's just going to be a game in the Silent Hill series. Not the first one. It's, was it going to be the first one? No. How do you mean by that? There were already Silent Hill games out before that. There's a lot of Silent Hill games. Yeah. Okay. I don't play games. Okay. Silent um, Hill is one, Silent Hill is one of the first horror games on like the early right. consoles. Okay. Like yeah, it was '90s, wasn't it? Not yes. Okay. Uh, late '90s, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I think. I think. Uh, is it like '99? Something like that. I mean, or the yeah. Like, was like it would have come out probably on the first PlayStation, first Xbox, sure. that kind of thing. First Xbox. First computer. <laughs> right out um, on the. Um, the abacus and were you telling me that a computer was a name of like a job in like the 20th century right somebody who was good at math was a computer yeah so like it came 19th, out on that guy 19th, early 20th. that person you think they ever played games on the abacus like or, or on like math tools that they had i definitely that... played with an abacus when i was little because they were fun and made clackety sounds do you think that two players ever like Use an abacus to play a game. Ooh, okay. Let's develop a game real fast because that's like our whole thing. Let's develop a game to, to use with an so abacus. You'd, you'd have to be math. You'd have to be good at math. Math related. My first thing, the abacus is a simple little tool, right? My first thing is I imagined um, kind of like a combination of uh, a Connect Connect Four. You know, right, it, okay. it, it kind of has a Connect Four vibe where you're like one on each side, you know, but also sort of a hungry, hungry hippos thing where you uh-huh. have you have half of the dots dots the little beads uh-huh. on one side half on the other uh each side you know if you're if you're like your side is always the right side right so the other person opposite you it's also the right you know what i mean kind of like then, politics kind of like politics hey nice um 
And then the game here is that you try to like flick the beads to the other side as fast as you right. can before okay. the other person can do it. See, I like that. A lot of abacuses, abac, abacai, abacus. I'm Mordecai and Rigby. It must be abacuses would be broken in the process, but I'm sure the abacus market is suffering right now because because um, why would you get an abacus besides like the novelty? They are fun. Um, little kids have abacuses. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's like one of those little toys that you see in, like, kids' playpens. My parents tried to teach me math on the abacus. Really? But I, I, it, it didn't Why actually help me. Why not use your fingers? Well, it didn't help me conceptualize it. I just, I learned another way. And I'm quite good at math, Glenn. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> Trust um, me. Apparently, you can actually do, like, logarithms in an abacus. Yeah, totally. It's a, it's a, it's, works for, it's a very, um, sufficient. It's, it's, it's a good tool. It's a good tool. Um, it's a damn good tool. So what I was thinking for the Abacus video game yeah. was like WWE, but instead of having chairs, they have abacuses, and they just kind of beat them over the head. Okay, so the the that's stupid, but the good thing about that is that that's like some PS5 next gen shit, right? Because that's all that that's like the particle effects, you know, right, for every okay. single bead. You know, a chair, it's like four pieces when it's broken four pieces maximum you know mm-hmm. with an abacus that's pieces all over the place you got shaders you got um mm-hmm. rtx name ray another tracing. thing ray tracing that's what rtx is rtx is nvidia's uh proprietary thing for ray tracing other graphics cards are available uh high quality liquid physics true um, liquid simulation yeah liquid simulation absolutely um dynamic lighting uh, dynamic camera. What would we call it? Because I like I no don't... cuts. That's the thing in Dat. Remember Data Boy? Uh-huh. It had no cuts. All like, right, that was huge when that happened. One of the Metal Gear games also has no cuts. Really? Five, I want to say. Okay, yeah. So that's a little tie into Hideo Kojima, which would be a great segue to, for me to continue. But I really want to find a name for this Abacus game. See, okay, here's the thing. There actually were now after you were talking about that, I was like thinking, I was like, oh, actually, there was really a game that you could play on the Abacus mm-hmm. called Nim. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. No. Okay, so basically the way it works is you have like um, several piles of beads or objects, and you can take any number of objects from one pile. So pick a pile, take any number of objects from that pile, and um, then the other person. You take turns doing that. You want to be the last person to take the last bead. I hear you. It doesn't sound like a fun game, but that's of course actually, why Nim is actually a, a that's, really that's, interesting. That's why we're rebooting it. Uh, it's not. With, it's actually not even solved to this day. We're rebooting it with the WWE IP, and okay, um, and we're calling it Nims. Roll credits. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hideo Kojima worked on Metal Gear Solid and other games such as Penguin Adventure, Crazy Penguin Adventure on the on the Super Nintendo. Um, he got his start, uh, he wanted to be a filmmaker, uh, but according to Wikipedia, none mm-hmm. of his friends were into it. They were they, like, like su- be a filmmaker. Yeah, they like didn't support his dream, so he went into game design. This wow. is kind of cool. Um, kind of like me and you. Yeah. Except the exact opposite. Um, you've always been very supportive of my dream to be the world's best podcaster. And you've always been very supportive of my dream to be the uh, world's most... Um, masochistic uh game designer <laughs> yeah man do everything the hard way yeah man um this uh this was interesting i thought it says that um the like he didn't tell his friends that he was doing game design because okay why it was a um like not 
it didn't seem like an industry that was going to do well. <laughs> it's just a bubble. It gets to the blower. Uh, but B, in Japanese, there wasn't a good word for a game designer. So you would have to like explain the whole thing. Oh, and okay. so instead, he was just like, I'm in sales. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, so Hideo Kojima. Businessman. Businessman Hideo Kojima. Business boy. Business lad, even. Yeah. Um, uh, Glenn was watching a playthrough earlier, and I was sitting there watching him watch the playthrough, because that's, that's where we're at in our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> that's a weird thing for me to say. Um, anyway, Glenn was confused about the puzzle aspects in total. Like, he, he didn't, he wasn't, he didn't realize there were puzzles at all. He just figured it was a very linear game where you just go down a hallway over and over and over again. I, I think I specifically said that this is less of a game and more of, like, one of those virtual experiences. Right. Which I have nothing against. I was actually for that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people actually, like, this did win some awards, but it also didn't qualify for some awards at the, in 2014. Because like, it wasn't a game. Because doing people weren't sure if it was a game or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people compared it to, like, um... Like the Pixar shorts before a Pixar movie, you know? Less of, it's, you know, those don't win awards for right. films, but they will still win awards, just it's a different sure, thing. Okay. So PT, groundbreaking. Absolutely groundbreaking. Uh, new, ringing in the new age of video games, if How you so? will. I'm, I'm not. Okay. It's, the idea is maybe more people make this. Hideo Kojima specifically said he didn't want to just release a trailer. But um, he did. Oh, oh, a trailer. I, okay. I thought you meant like I thought you were continuing the analogy. No, he didn't want to just release. He didn't want, just want to release a like trailer. So he made a, game. a playable teaser. Correct. Nailed Bingo. It. Roll credits. Give um, and you are tonight. Are tonight's big winner. Um, anyway, so he made PT instead. Uh, the puzzles in PT are weird. You can't play this game. Uh. uh there, there's there's Wait, a lot what? of you can't play PT. You literally can't do it. Um I beg to differ. Sounds like a challenge. Alright, Glenn. Alright, I'm gonna start a timer. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Here speed we go. Speed run? Speed run. PT speed run? No, not as PT speed run. PT find PT speed run. <laughs> and play it right now. Uh, I'm going to set a timer. Okay, for I'm putting on my VR goggles. Five minutes. And this isn't a joke. I mean, we're going to edit all of this out aside from me challenging you, you fuck. Find it. I dare you. I'm putting on my VR goggles. Okay, ready? Uh, Let me cut to the chase. You're not going to be able to find it. Um, Do you know anything about Konami and all of the drama? I was actually going to ask you this. What does the Konami code do in this game? Because it does everything. It is something in every Konami game. Um, It could be a plethora of According to my really tertiary google it seems like what is a tertiary google like i didn't try that hard but my the first kind of page the first thing that google was telling gotcha. me okay yeah yeah is that am i i'm sure i'm using the word tertiary correctly there tertiary i guarantee it's like i wouldn't no that's not how i would use the word tertiary well you're an idiot uh i would say it like, means third order in level so it's definitely wrong <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm definitely wrong about that um, and you know what's a problem is that even though I am a little tipsy, I use that word all the time. So don't. Oh boy. <laughs> I mean, also, if you're trying to say that it's like it's not a good Google, it's not even a an all right Google, it's a third order Google, then it, maybe. The puzzles are enigmatic. I hope we didn't um, discount that. Discount that. Yeah, puzzles are weird. Um, 
It's it's there are two. There's there, no interact button. No, there no are no press E to interact. No press X to doubt. <laughs> there there are two features in the in the game PT. You can walk and you can zoom in. Uh, you have a button for zooming in. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And so yeah, you have to zoom fr- in. At first, I was always wondering why the guy playing the walkthrough I was looking at was just <laughs> running into doors. Because that's how you open them in this yeah. game. Um, There's no like hand that reaches out and opens no. the doorknob. You just kind of shoulder. You kind of shoulder them open. Well, Norman Reedus is famously telekinetic. Right. Um, that's in. That's 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 how he made it big in Hollywood. That it was. It could claim also be Lisa opening the doors for you. A little bit of fan theory for you. Okay. Write that down. I think the... So there's a lot of contention with the final puzzle of the game. You go through loop after loop, uh, uh, corridor after corridor. Same hallway. Same hallway. Eventually it changes. Yeah, different things happen in it depending on the puzzles that you solve. The final one, nobody really understands it. Uh, and Where so, it's like the the one that like is totally different. It's got the red light and the yeah. eyeballs and everything. Yeah. Um, okay. uh, there's a lot of theories online. There's a lot of... Like people have solved it, but nobody's really sure how they did it. Really? The, yeah, there's a lot of... Okay. Like, it, like, I thought you meant, like, no. when you said nobody understands it, I thought you meant, like, nobody, like, understands what it means or why it's there. No, nobody you understands mean, any like, of nobody that. nobody solved the puzzle. No, I mean, that's that's true of the game in general. There's, you know, theories, but the game is meant to be, you know, you don't really understand it. It's more of, like, an, like an experience. It's a teaser. Yeah. And it also isn't... It wasn't going to be canonical with the game Silent Hill. Yeah, Hills. it does it say was, that at the end. It was supposed yeah. to, like, just invoke, like, oh, get, get excited for this. Um, Silent get Hill, spooked, the get, franchise get is all has always been third person. So just being a first person game was like this is different. This is what the game's going to be. It's going to be like this engine at least, you know. So the other games were not made in the Fox engine. Silent Hill, the Silent Hill games, no, because none of them because it didn't exist yet. The Fox engine, it was made like mid two thousands, right? True, true. Mid-aughts. But also Konami or uh, Kojima had nothing to do with Silent Hill until until Silent Hills. PT. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people think that they solved the final puzzle by saying, like, by plugging in their PlayStation headset and screaming into the microphone. Um, um, that's the, that is one of the leading theories to right. how to beat PT. Have people so for that to work, you would have to assume that nobody has ever beaten it without doing that. Some people have. Okay, so that's not it. Can't can't get past this one. But sharp as attack. That's me. Um, call me. Call me super sleuth. I mean, either, either it's like random, or there are multiple ways to solve it. Okay, there could be multiple ways. Uh, but a lot of people say that it has to do with, like, saying. Oh, uh, this is actually the reason. Like, the name Lisa is never said in the um, in the game. So how do we know that the ghost name is Lisa? A lot of people think it's because, like that. That's because you say Lisa into the microphone. It's either you scream. Or you say Lisa or like sorry Lisa or something like that, and that's what triggers it. And it lets you out. And it lets you out. Uh, so that's how that's that's how that came about. That's at least that's my understanding. Um, so you say sorry Lisa or whatever the wait. But if the game never is. tells you that her name is Lisa, then why would saying sorry Lisa? How would you ever figure that out? I'm doing I'm doing another nonverbal reaction. Yeah. I have no idea. Um, is the joke. Yeah, who's to say? I'm not... I never even got to play the game. And neither will you. You almost pointed at the screen. I'm pointing at the audience. <laughs> I'm pointing at the audience right now. This is like good radio technique. Mm-hmm. Neither will you. Anyway, so Konami... a newscaster now. Konami had like a whole thing. Um, they decided that they just didn't want to make video games anymore. 
So after the, uh, this is all off the top of my head. I didn't take good enough notes. After the release of Metal Gear Solid Five: Phantom Pain, which was another Kona- um, Kojima game, he left the <sighs> Phantom Pain. My that my pain. Ouch. Ouch. Uh, gamer. Kojima left Konami because they were being dicks. Uh, they decided they didn't want to make. Huh? They didn't want to. Oh, Solid Snake! Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Vincent. Uh. Uh, um, so tell me, uh, Mr. Can I call you Mr. Snake? Can I call you uh, Solid? <laughs> Can I call you David Hater? And welcome, David Hater, to the show. Uh, you have hey, been... Um, you know what we should have done? He's got like a... What's that, huh? We should have gotten like David Hater to do a cameo for this episode. Like paid for a literal cameo. Huh. I think this is close enough. There, you're right. You're right. Who needs Who needs David Hater? Um, Kept you waiting, huh? Konami decided they wanted to make like slot machines in um in, in like for gambling instead of video games because that's where yeah, the money was. Yeah, you told was. me about that. And so they stopped making video games, and Silent Hills was canceled. That's the reason. However long this podcast is up until now, if you've been wondering why Silent Hills got canceled, that's it. Um, all this talent, all this. Amazing... They couldn't figure out how to get the mirror right where you could see his face. No, I'm sure they just chose not to do it. So that's the thing. Um, you you say sorry, Lisa, into your PlayStation sorry, headset. Sorry, Lisa. Sorry, Lisa. If I look up how to solve Hideo Kojima's PT, <laughs> Hideo Kojima's masterpiece, <laughs> his magnum opus, his magnum, yeah. Other than the slot machines. If you look up what, you didn't finish your sentence. If I look it up, will it will it tell me say sorry, Lisa? I think so. Of course, the big twist of the game is you you beat the game, you leave the house, the camera cuts away from a first-person perspective, fades into a third-person... Um, outdoors. Outdoors. It's like... Uh, Very it, jarring. It turns into a cutscene. Uh, it's revealed that you, of course, have been Norman Reedus the whole time. Uh, move aside... But doesn't it say, like, Hideo Kojima presents? Yeah. A Guillermo del Toro in, in game. In association with Guillermo del Toro, the famous director. And Norman director. Reedus. And, and it, like, Reedus. shows his face. Yeah. So, classic. Uh, you got you got to get your good horror cameos in there. Good horror names. Nothing, you know. I was think I was sitting there. I was good playing PT. Uh, PT, by the way, masterful sound design, just really unsettling to the core. But tell you what, I was sitting there and I was thinking, you know what? It's not scaring me. And then I saw Norman Reedus' stupid fucking face, and I was <laughs> Damn, like, shit. Dude. And that's not a slight to Norman Reedus. I just I, it was so unexpected. I shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. What we'll make our podcast scarier? Should we get a should we get a horror cameo in here right now? You just made a pants transgression. What? You made when you shit your pants, it was a pants transgression. I don't know what you're saying. PT. Oh nice. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn, we need to we have two things that we need to do here. We need to pitch a game. And it doesn't have to be a long one. It doesn't, doesn't have, have to be a good one. Doesn't have to be a good one, absolutely not. PT wasn't that good. <laughs> I didn't get it. <laughs> Uh, we also have to go back in time and talk to Hideo Kojima at some point um, and pitch him our our game, okay, right? Okay, we can do that. Yeah. One last back in time, then we'll destroy the time machine. Right, and then we'll destroy it. Um, like all good time travel movies. Uh, I figure, like, to get us kicked, uh, to kick us off on get this. Get us kicked? To get us kicked to in get the get teeth. our kicks. On Route 66, uh, um, I, I figured the formula we should follow for our pitch for i guess i guess it's a pitch for silent hills because pt did come out 
our pitch for the game Silent Hills um, has to do with like, well, how would we make it work? Right, because obviously wasn't good enough to be made work to, to to work. Otherwise, it wouldn't have been canceled. So wait, that's gonna ruffle some feathers. I so think. it has to beat it has to beat out slot machines. We have to make a game that's better than slot machines. Is okay, what you're saying. but just barely, right? Only yeah, well, I mean, any more than that would be wasteful. Yeah, yeah, waste sure. of our time and talent. Absolutely. So PT was like a viral game, and I would say like I, I'm trying to think of the timeline. It was probably an early viral game too. Like so, if we think of like other viruses, that's not good content. If but you think uh, of like if we think of like uh, the Stuxnet worm, and we put that. Ew. That's a real. That's a real one. It's a computer virus. Oh, okay. So if we actually embed this game in a virus, so that like it it like when you load it onto your computer it uh-huh. automatically like uh-huh. attaches itself to every email that you send and loads it onto their computers we can make a viral a literal viral game okay and at that point it's like it's like the horror is like in real life in real you life know? it's like yeah. a- irl horror <laughs> okay that's not where i was gonna go with this but i actually like that a lot more the thing that silent hill needed right so let's mm-hmm. think about the silent hill franchise uh ps you know early early horror game that was really revolutionary for like the horror horror video game genre mm-hmm. then it became a movie that was bad. It flopped. Like, nobody really? saw it. Yeah. I, yeah, nobody, including me. Um, and then they made a sequel to that movie, and it was probably worse. But I have... I, 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 <laughs> Most sequels are. Yeah. Um, hot take. Hot on cold. I like the idea of... So, so the thing that the, the Silent Hill franchise needed what is you know a kick in the pants right like a little something to wake it a up a little spicy something to make it interesting and new because there's so many horror games well it needs to be addictive because slot machines are addictive slot machines are addictive um people okay so we let's could just include a little bit of crack cocaine in each when we sell it like like we, we only sell it as discs okay so that's that's a new angle that we're taking novelty discs no <laughs> internet distribution okay and it comes with a little bit of crack cocaine and on this on this disc is literally just a computer virus yeah. Okay. So so I think we market... That prints more discs and sells those. We market to daredevils, right? People who right. in real life are... Think they can beat the virus. Right. Who who get who get off to the idea that this game might fuck up my life, and that's where the enjoyment right. comes from. So what... So, it okay. might hack my Twitter.com. Right. What could this game do that would be um, scarier than PT? Um, you know how like uh, you can install plugins that's like the little the goose from Untitled Goose Game like falls around your uh, yeah. mouse on your computer. What if it's that, but it's um, so the, the it's virus Lisa from PT. has a Lisa fall around. It has a little cursor. Lisa who okay. like <laughs> is that scary or is that sexy? Is that scary or is that sexy? That's a good bit that we could use in later episodes. Is that scary or sexy? Mm-hmm. And we then we watch videos and we decide is that scary or sexy, and that would make for very good radio. That reminds me, I have a um. I do have one note written down here uh, that I figured, like, in case our podcast ever got dry this episode, which it clearly hasn't, uh, so I need to now artificially inject this. It's a little wet. I wrote, I wrote, um, exquisite corpse, you know, do you have the idea, you know what an exquisite corpse is? No. And I'm not talking about Lisa's exquisite corpse, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Um, Damn, dude. Chill out. Oh, oh wait, no, I just realized that there's, like, a gross implication of, like, being attracted to... To like a dead person, right? There's like a necrophili- necrophiliac angle there a little right. bit. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, Disclaimer. 
Disclaimer, it has nothing to do with that. It's um, it's just funny. It's, it's ironic. Funny. Mom, it's ironic. Uh, when I was 12, I watched Ghostbusters, and the scene where Dan Aykroyd got a ghost job really it like changed my life. A ghost job? Yeah, do you remember that scene? I haven't seen this movie in long enough. You haven't me. seen... You remember? So, I haven't seen it since I knew what a uh, blowjob blow was. So Dan Aykroyd, creator of Dan Aykroyd's Crystal Head Vodka, um, has, fan of the show. has a full... Friend of the show, sorry, not fan. We're a fan of his. Is what I mean to say. I believe it's in there's a there's a montage sequence in the film Ghostbusters. It might be the one where the Ray the Ray Parker Jr. song Ray Parker Jr. Busta makes me feel good. You know, Busta makes me feel good. During that montage segment, you know, each each Ghostbuster is out doing their thing, and it's like, oh, this is what the Ghostbusters are up to. There's a whole segment that I'm sure Dan Aykroyd insisted on. He said, I can't release this movie without this scene where he's lying in his bed. And then a, a ghostly hand undoes his belt buckle, and then it cuts to his eyes as he like goes cross-eyed. <laughs> oh no! He's not high go face. <laughs> yeah, he literally. Oh um, no! You can't do that, Dan. And so, of course, that changed my life. Uh, and when I think about Lisa PT, that's her last name. Um, <laughs> it has nothing to do with the fact that she's dead. More the fact Lisa that Lisa penis tease. Oh. <laughs> All right, so the game, the virus game, would all it would do is it would include you off. No, at the bottom of all of your emails, so there would be a little Lisa that falls around your mouse, and then at the bottom of all your emails, as soon as you send it, she pauses the send. She writes, "I'm sexually attracted to dead people," and then sends the, <laughs> <laughs> and then sends the that's email. Your signature now, and that's and that's the, exactly it. Like changes your signature to any to to a random thing, uh, but nine <laughs> times out of ten, it has to do with necrophilia. <laughs> There's ten different options. Nine of them have to do with necrophilia. Oh, that's one of, good. One of them has to do with um, untitled goose game. Okay, no, but actually, if if we can if we can twist this into a real thing, nine times out of ten, it's a normal um, signature. It's like sure, okay, it's like have it's a nice day. Truthfully yours. I can't think of any. It's what, no, no. Well, because this comes after. This comes after the name. Right, right. Um, it's uh, get Outlook for Android. Right, sent from my iPhone. Sent from my iPhone. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, and then those are two of them. And another one would be like, um, it would be like a really inspirational quote. Like, sometimes I wake up and I think about and I and I and I think about, was it all worth it? Hang in there. <laughs> all right, and then the tenth time is. I'm sexually attracted to Lisa from PT. I'm not like other guys. <laughs> All right, okay. I want Lisa from T- PT to what pee if... on my tea. That's really gross, dude. <laughs> you combined like two fetishes there, and neither of them are pleasant. Name Let one me... pleasant fetish. Fetish? Name one pleasant fetish. The fetish fetish is alright. Don't say that. <laughs> the fetish in the sink of PT? What if it just like grabs a random? Because we we would have to, we would have to auto generate the 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 tenth the shitty quote, right? Sure. So okay. What if we? Well, so it's like it's like uh, Hilux. Have you ever seen, ever seen that game? No. What's that? A lot of the dialogue is randomly generated in there. Okay. All right. But the right the real dialogue is written to sound like it's randomly generated. Oh yes. So it's like super hard to tell what's going on. Okay. The That's... whole game is like you're like chuffed out of your mind the whole game. That's exactly where we're at with this game. Yeah. That game is really cool. Hilux. Okay. I'm big into it. This sounds like a good game. It would definitely have an audience. <laughs> Whether they like it or not. Whether they like it or not. Um, because people... You know what? It, you could just slap does the... It like, does it destroy your hard drive if you don't play it? 
Oh. Because <laughs> those, there are those viruses that are like that force you to solve Minesweeper, otherwise they delete your entire C drive or something. Yeah, but it, it like does it so it, you can see Lisa doing it. Like she floats over to your like to the finder and like <laughs> she grabs onto an icon and she's like, "Fucking send the thing, dude! Or I'm gonna eat this. I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna Ow. take this and I'm gonna eat it. I'm gonna I'm gonna get rid of it. No, never gonna my, see it again. One, my ten terabytes of of what, Glenn? Corn pictures. Okay. Cornography, if you will. We should come up with a name, right? Before we, uh, that that's this pitch is solid. Tees. This pitch is solid, right? Uh, what's the name? Um, it needs to be like playable. Uh, no, it can't be. It can be. Um, it could just be PT again. Right. I know. I'm trying to think like uh, popular tests. <laughs> popular. Okay. So if we're if the intention is to trick popular people, tentacles. No. Because it spreads from computer to computer, like tentacles spreading out. Absolutely not. Um, okay. If, um, if we're going for... Popular so, totalitarianism. All right. I mean, that's close, right? Um, people like totali- totalitarianism. That could be the name. People totali- People like, and like isn't represented in the acronym. Right. Um, it's like lowercase. Right. Um, but it's not PLT. That's a sandwich. That's a sandwich. Um, uh, the L could stand for Lisa. How about we call the game BLT? <laughs> and it just stands for Bacon, Lens, Le- Bacon Lisa Tomato. Um, <laughs> I'll bacon your Lisa Tomato. All right, so I think that's our. That, I think that's it, right? We I'm Bacon Lisa's Tomato right tonight. Jesus, you said oh, it. Not like that. <laughs> so we have to change it now. Ugh. But I was so happy with the name that I gave it. And I didn't even I did to the point that I like wasn't even paying attention to your name. <laughs> what if we just didn't, what if I mean we don't need an acronym, right? I mean the the game that was actually canceled was called Silent Hills. S H. Silent Shills. S H. Oh, I thought you meant like add an S H to Silent Hills. <laughs> nice. So Silent Shills. We could call this game Silent Shills. Uh, that'd be a little confusing. You know what would be what you what would make it less confusing is if we called it Silent Hill. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a game called Silent Hill yet. No. Um, we could call it um, s- Somebody Hates. Hmm. Someone's Horror. I haven't, I don't think we've gotten better than Silent Shill or Bacon Lisa Tomato. <laughs> um. Nobody would buy a game called Silent Shill, though. Well, if we have, if we, we, we want to make money off of it, right? And if mm-hmm. we're spreading it to people via email, right? We, then we need to include some adware so we can make money off of those ads. Okay, all right. So Silent Shill, so it would sense. be accurate then. Yeah. It, see, the it's thing literally is, called, it's literally a Silent Shill. I mean, it doesn't make any noise. Right. Right. Okay, that's fair. And you know, I was thinking we would have to like trick people into buying it, but like I said, if we're appealing to the daredevil demographic. Like they want to know that it's gonna that it's gonna fuck them up, right? And, so, and it's gonna and it's a shill. Like it's it's we're right. sell, we're sold out completely to right. uh, Raid Shadow Legends. And at that and that at that point, you know, other games are available. Then we're clear. You know, we're in the clear. We don't have to like we don't have to uh, um, like back ourselves up at all because we we said it's in the game. It's called Silent Shills, and you're the one that bought it. So don't come to us when it's not. <laughs> you're the you one expected. that opened that email. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Silent Shills. You know they click that link. Should should Norman Reedus be in it? 
is there a way we can like because we already have if if Lisa's following your mouse, you know, I would say Norman Reedus also, but that's too much. <laughs> Norman Reedus could do the voicing for this. Like uh, what voice? Well, like the first ever computer virus was like a. Uh, like it, it, it didn't really do anything. Except... It was Wayne Knight wagging his finger back and forth on the screen, going ah ah ah. Basically, ah, yeah. Ah, ah. It was just like it was just like it sang like a like a really obnoxious song, like super loud. <laughs> cool. And like so, everyone in your office, like back in the '90s, would have heard it, and it was really funny. And it only spread by like, like basically, it, it manifested on your computer so that whenever you inserted a disc into it, it would save itself to that CD. Oh, okay. And so when you gave that to somebody else, it would get on their computer and then be like. And then sing the sing its song really loud okay. on the computer as well. So, but it would be Norman Reedus's voice. Yeah. What if Norman Reedus was just like a text to speech program? Like when you purchase so, Norman Reedus. Okay, how about Norman this? Reedus.exe. Um, what was it called? Silent Shills slash Run Norman Reedus.exe. In your exactly, exactly. Prompt. So it's it's uh, you buy it for the Norman Reedus voice pack. Right. It's okay. not a full game. It's just a Norman Reedus voice pack. Right. But and he says stuff like. But like, like when he says it, it's like really cut together. Like, what? Give me a line. Um, uh, hello world, and welcome to development heaven. Hello world, and welcome to development heaven. Bingo. So that's that's uh, that's worth twenty bucks, right? I would pay twenty <laughs> bucks for that. I would pay for a, a year of it's PlayStation just, Network. See, but we don't even have to hire him. Right, we uh, we he, just we just find like dude, all of his I films, mean, all of his voice you know acting, long, and we cut it together. You know how long The Walking Dead has been on the air? I'm sure he said exactly. every word in the English dictionary at this point, right? Right. And then he's gonna he's literally gonna get his own spinoff. Hello world and welcome to development heaven. Right. So you're paying for a Norman Reedus. Um, you're paying for our labor. You're paying for our labor. You're paying for you're paying for us to go into labor. You're paying for us to take advantage of Norman Reedus <laughs> uh, and just like his his whole scene. But Take advantage. I don't like that term. No, I can't remember the, what's the word I'm looking for. Capitalize uh, on. Capitalize. Pound it. Pound it. Do we need to pitch this game to Hideo Kojima? I think he'd like it. Okay, let's uh, let's let's time travel, right? Last one, final time travel. Grab my hand. One last ride. One last ride. I'm actually. I'll tell you what, though. I'm I think I'm gonna. Lonely. I'm gonna send you alone on this one. I think this is a solo oh, trip no. for you. Yeah, you're gonna go by yourself. Oh no, Vincent! Wait, no! Wait, no! Wait, no! 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 Oh wow, who's this? Uh, it's me, Hideo Kojima. What are you doing here in my room? You're you're coming out of the wall like um, like like the Flash, like the Flash in the uh, in um in Batman v Superman. Remember when he comes out of the I wall? I haven't seen that movie. You haven't seen Batman v Superman? Kind of weird that Hideo Kojima is telling me about Batman v Superman, especially considering that I'm we're in the past right now and it hasn't, it hasn't come, come out, out yet. We're in the nineties, and I'm the one from the past, and you haven't even seen it. Goal. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of crazy. Hey, it's me, Hideo Kojima. What um hey good impression, thanks bud. Uh but I don't um but what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean impression? Sorry, I thought you were somebody else. No, for a uh I am. You're the real thing. Authentico. I am the Authentico. Real Hideo Kojima. Um, it's uh let me see. I believe I grew up in Osaka, in Japan. Right. I was about to quiz you, because uh, uh, only the real Hideo Kojima would know where Hideo Kojima grew right, up. Right, right. Um, what school did you go to, Hideo Kojima? Right, so I went to... Um, it's probably under the uh, education section of your Wikipedia page. I wouldn't know that. No one else there, would. Only you would know that. It doesn't seem like there's... I don't, you know... I'm just a kid right now. I'm, um... Oh, you're like a kid. Okay. Yeah, I'm like 16 See, years old, I would say. Is that say. for real? Yeah, I'm like 16 years old. Uh, what year were you born in Hideo Kojima? It's 1963, so Wait, if I was... real? If I was 16, that would make... This is like the 79. 
79. Yeah, uh, so I'm just here in my room. Of course, you're coming out of the wall of that room. Right. Uh, I'm... Rick and Morty style. Uh, no, no, more like no, more like the Flash from Batman v Superman. But that's okay. You haven't seen it. Uh, <laughs> I just seen Rick and Morty because it's after you. Right, time. obviously. Um, I'm just here. I'm hanging out with my best friend Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> oh no, really? Uh, How he's, is he? He's also 16. I don't have his wiki up. He's just sitting next to me. Can Say I be hi. 16 too? Uh, no, you're clearly older than that. You fuck. Oh right, and I've got a, a, I come bearing gifts. Oh, is that is that so? We're Guillermo and I are drinking right now. Say hi, Guillermo. But you're oh, underage. He doesn't, oh, he doesn't want to say hi. He's shy. Okay, he's you're, famously but you're, but you're shy. You're underage. Yeah, but my mom is out of town. She's on a business oh, okay, meeting. Okay, so it's like a party. So we're yeah, we're just hanging out. We're watching um, we're watching Escape from New York on Betamax. <laughs> is Betamax? Yeah, it's it's around the same time. It's close. I'm almost. I, I'm all yeah, something like that. And we're just, and we're, and you know what we're drinking right now? What are you drinking? Uh, you haven't told me your name. <laughs> that was a little subversion there. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm okay with you it. You haven't told me your name yet, so I can't address you properly. My name is, um, uh, Glenn Coon. So, oh god. Oh, I didn't even think about the... Glenson. I haven't even thought about the honorifics. I don't know any of them. What would, so, how would you, so I'm Hideo Kojima... San. San. Right. Probably, I like. Right. It's like you, a, that's like just friend, like. You and you know, you think I would know them, and, but you're 16, am, so you're definitely younger than me. Right, right. Um, you are some weird 21 year old who's in my room with a bottle of wine. With a bottle of wine. Oh, what a coincidence! I'm also drinking wine, All and right. so is my friend Guillermo del Toro. Do you want to pour up? Absolutely. All right, let's pour up, Hideo Kojima. All right. I'll... So you're just here now, huh? I just came to hang out with you. I'm a big, I'm a big fan. Oh yeah. Not Name like, one thing I did in the future. In the future, because oh, I haven't done I, anything. Is this yet. where I like give you the idea to make something? Okay. It's right. like it's like okay. It's like a loop. Right. All right. But then it's like yeah. Where did the idea did actually come from? Exactly. I don't know. Exactly. That's cool. Um, uh, you're gonna make a That's game. A fun fallacy. You're gonna make a game called uh, Snake. Okay. Cool. So you're gonna make a, a sequel to Blockade called Snake. Hmm. That's fun. I like that. And then you're going to make Solid Snake, and then you're going to make Metal Solid Snake and Solid Gear. Hmm. And he's going to say, kept you waiting, huh? Yeah, none of that sounds right. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know if I believe you on that snake one. Snake Eater? I, um, um, that's mildly sexual. There's a... So, I'm not really paying attention to you. <laughs> I, should, I should hope not. This is none of the things you're saying. Really, hey, so it's me, the real Hideo Kojima. What would you... So in real life, if you could interview me, what would you say to me? Um, in real life? In real life, yeah. Um, or Guillermo del Toro, who's right next to me. And he'll whisper into my ear, <laughs> okay. and then I'll tell you, because he's, he's shy. shy. He's, he's shy. shy. He's okay. shy, you know? He's, we're um, 16. Right. Okay, who would you say is your biggest inspiration, Hideo Kojima? Oh. And, and Guillermo del Toro. Inspiration for what? Because I haven't made anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's hard to, so it's hard to tell you exactly... You want to go yeah. into film right now? I um, yeah, something like that. It's hard to tell you exactly what my inspirations are because I haven't made anything. Uh, but I would, but you know, like I would tell you that my mom. I love my mom. She's a big inspiration for me. She's like I said, she's on a business trip right now. Uh, do you want to know what she does for a living? Sure. She's a secret agent, and her name is Solid Snake. Um, oh, okay. I I don't know if I would call. I don't know. Maybe I don't know if I would call that an influence or not. But you know. Um, She's yeah. So th there's that. My friend Guillermo, 
Del mm-hmm. Toro. Mm-hmm. Uh, he makes... Are we in Japan? Yes. And we're speaking English? No. I have a translator. Sure. <laughs> and Guillermo also speaks English? Uh, Guillermo primarily speaks Spanish, but I believe he can. Well, yeah. You put this microphone in front of me, me, Hideo Kojima, of course. I did, yes. What other question? Now, so, do you know what a microphone is? Why w- I watch TV. TV. And they use microphones. Absolutely. I love... It records I, it on the tape. You know, you know, as a kid, I would buy... I bought a like Super a 8 thing. camera, you know? Mm-hmm. And right, I would okay. film home movies, and I would sell them to my classmates for a couple of yen a piece. Um, and that's true about me, Hideo Kojima. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, so I... <laughs> I think I know what a microphone is there, Glenn. <laughs> Cheers, Glenn. Cheers. Cheers, Guillermo. So am I... Am Cheers, I Guillermo. breaking the wall right now? What? Oh, uh, yeah. Please come in. <laughs> you've been in the. I guess you've been in the wall the whole time. No, I meant like I've. Uh, no, am I breaking the law because I'm giving breaking alcohol? The law. To I thought you said, "Am I in the wall?" I, I'm breaking the fourth wall. I'm also uh, breaking the law because I'm giving alcohol to minors. Is is sixteen might be the legal drinking age in Japan? It's eighteen in most places. It is eighteen in A most places. A few places have sixteen. You know, I should know that, but I'm a little, I'm a little drunk right now. A little now. tipsy. A little tipsy. As Guillermo del Toro, as, as Hideo, Hideo Kirima, I mean, he's only 16, so one glass of wine is kind I'm of a lot I'm only 16. Him. You can address me. You're only 16, so Thank one you. glass of wine is, is kind of a lot. Um, yeah. Well, no, we also have a whole bottle of wine here that we've been drinking. We've been oh, uh, up nursing until this all night. Yeah. What, what kind? Yeah, it was called, it's called Radius, is where, the brand. So, so where did you import that from? Um... It's a Merlot. It's it's an American wine, huh? Is it an American? It might be, uh, it but I stole West, it. West Coast. But let me tell you, I stole it from my mom's liquor cabinet. Ooh. That's um, a very sixteen-year-old thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I and every time we take a drink, we replace it with water so that she right, can't tell okay. if it's missing. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah. Uh, uh, How long until she doesn't get drunk? Well, you know. I don't know. I remember seeing a uh, there was like a math problem that was like how many how long could could you do that before they wouldn't right and how long if you take apart a boat and then put more pieces of the boat and then how long until it isn't the first boat you know the, what I mean the Archimedes ship of Archimedes or whatever sure dude it's all Greek to me I know my nice <laughs> I know my paradoxes uh-huh. I'm big on my own I'm big on paradoxes I bet you are too Hidokajima. let me think See, so you, if it's 79 I know that Pinocchio's come out so I definitely know about the uh, the whole Pinocchio's nose thing at this point right so I that's a say. paradox that's a paradox right you also know I, I kind of feel like you're big into paradoxes because I know from with using my powers of deduction okay. they are going to make a game in which you're in the same hallway the whole time and every time you go downstairs open a door you're back in the same hallway mm. that's a paradox let me tell you that sounds like a boring game <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but yeah i i guess that is a paradox isn't that more no you're probably right what were we gonna say i don't know i i figured that would be more like um is, you, is like mc escher stuff paradoxical yeah definitely okay all right i feel like there would be like paradox to me feels technically more like... there's three different types of paradoxes okay well there you go i guess paradox <laughs> to me feels like you know exclusively like like wordplay almost. Like, right, that's like one of the things kinds. don't add up. So, like, a, so, so, like a married bachelor. Woo! Right, so like a spatial, something spatial like that feels like it should be different, doesn't it? It's Well, it's still a paradox, but a different kind. Okay, all right. Yep. That's, that's all I needed to hear. Me, Hideo Kojima. 
<clears throat> What's the future like, Glenn? Oh, I don't know. I mean, we have um, we have computers in our pockets. Wow. And um, and everyone. What? Big pockets. Big pockets, right? Or little computers? Uh, no. <laughs> I can't fathom that. We have. We what have is go- this? Star Trek. Wink, I winked. Wink. <laughs> I can't do nonverbals. We um we have computers in our pockets. We have um, instant communication with mm. anyone, um almost anyone, um and we have depression. So there you go. Those are things that we have in 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 twenty twenty. Glenn, it's nineteen seventy nine. Uh, and that's I can't even. We're talking like fifty years and forty years in the future, right? Forty one. Oh. Uh, that's math, wow! Right? I'm gonna be 57 in the future. That's <laughs> probably at some point, right? There's. Do you think at you some think point is my 57? hand gonna disappear, or is that is it the other way around? Am I now influencing the future? Like when you go back, is it gonna be different? That's it, right? You're gonna disappear out of a picture that I have. You might disappear out of a picture, but then you go back to the future, and things might be different, right? Because of, because of the way that you said back to the future because of the way that you've influenced. As long as I build a train. Back in time travel? Yeah, yeah, okay. Then we'll be fine. No, that makes sense. So, uh, you are a game developer, I assume, otherwise you wouldn't be asking me these questions. Well, there's not a word for that in Japanese. There isn't a word. <laughs> Good thing we're speaking English. Good thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, was game developer a word in 1970s? Uh, listen, but it's like, is this really the questions you would be asking the Hideo Kojima? <laughs> Right now, me, the Hideo Kojima. Hey, Hideo Kojima. I'm very confident in myself, which is why I consider myself the Hideo Kojima. Right. Guillermo del Toro, he's kind of shy. He's not as confident, but that's okay, because I believe in him. I believe in his filmmaking prowess. He's going to make a movie about... Um, he's got like a, a, like hands in the eyes of the dude. Hands in the eyes, and you know what? Eyes in the hands of the dude. And... and um, uh, the hell... The... the uh, hell Blazer? Hellblazer? Hellraiser? No, that's a different Hellbenders. thing. Hellboy? Hellboy? Hellboy, yep. Hellboy. I don't know if Hellboy has come out at this point, but I bet no, he'll adapt it at not. some point. And that'll be and that'll be fucking he'll, ripper, guarantee it. He'll probably read a comic called Hellboy and probably make a, a movie out of it. Okay. That seems like that seems like an apt prediction that Listen, he's my good would make. he's seriously he's my good friend. Also Norman Reedus, but he couldn't be here tonight. Um Right, okay. He's he's uh he's doing uh, motion motion capture for a video game I'm working on called PT. We have him suited up. Oh, we're working on a uh, we're doing now. A, see, is, uh, when do you plan on releasing? We're this? doing it's you know it's gonna take a while. <laughs> uh, but we're currently rigging like a full body rig, dick and everything. Right, so that's a thing in in 1979. Yes, because uh, I'm making it a thing. I'm and I want to make so Hideo Kojima invented. Don't tell. Don't tell. Norman Reedus, but I really just want to get like a 3D scan of his dick is the point of this. That's the, um, but I'm telling him I'm making a game called PT and I might end up making it, it just because if I don't, plausible it, testicles. Exactly. Exactly. What? Plausible testicles. I thought you were going to say plausible deniability and that would make Where, sense. But there's no T in deniability. Oh, for PT. <laughs> Good one. Well, I'm All 16. Right. I'm a little drunk. Cheers. Cheers. Weren't you going to pitch a game to me? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Wasn't... Okay, so I've got a game for you called Silent Shills. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know the term shills yet. That might not be around. Uh, That's a good question, Shills is effectively when somebody 
makes so you know like TV how they run ads to make money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Shills is basically when a famous person sells out to those ad ad companies, and uh, they make money off of it. Those and, fuckers! How dare they? See, but corporatism isn't a bad thing at this point. It hasn't gone rogue. in the seventies. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I just am a big fan of the craft, you know. And so I, when okay, I see, it, and when I see it, when I see it perverted by by by, by advertising by money. Yeah, right. Okay. It really boils my I blood. Like, me, Hideo Kojima. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I would say that uh, um, if you want, yeah, you can make a game. Okay, I'll, I'll give you this idea for free. All right, this all is right. on me. Sure. Um, it's called Silent Shills. I won't credit you. Please don't. Okay. It's called Silent Shills. That's a vocal contract. It's about um, shills, right? People. It's about making money. Okay, that doesn't sound like a game yet. <laughs> Using advertising, and it doesn't make any noise. Um, what? It, it's silent. Oh, because it's silent. Interesting. That's a new thing that you've added, Glenn. No, I said that earlier. Did you? All right, yeah, all right. You're I just, just drunk. I just, right. Um, um, so it gets on people's so computers. So what's the gameplay like? Glenn? So it's got a ghost that follows your mouse around. Oh, that's fun. Her name is Lisa. Lisa, I see. And the my... only reason we know that is because by screaming Lisa into your mic is the only way that you can get... So you have to buy, like, a microphone to plug into your computer. Okay. I don't know if that's even possible at this point, but someday it will be possible. Why not? So purchase a, uh, a microphone, a TV mic, mm-hmm. and um, say into it, Sorry, Lisa, and she'll go away. All right, I'm following you so far. I'm with you. Following this me. This makes perfect sense. You're following sense. me. Lisa's following the mouse. Okay, all right. Um, Norman Reedus is... Uh, doing the voice acting for it, but it's silent, so he doesn't have to say anything. Mm. Um, and whenever you send an email, which is like a new thing that you can email, do. Right, so you're going to have to explain email to me. So you're going to have to connect to the ARPNET. Okay, and that's new to me as well. The ARPNET is something that the American military is using to uh, send messages quickly. Okay, I'm there. It's like it's sort of like a telegraph. <laughs> okay, I know telegraphs. Um so you're gonna have to connect to the ARPNET somehow. <laughs> right, right. I'm sure I can figure that one out. It's I'm, listen, I, I I got that squared away for sure. Eventually, it's gonna become the internet. It'll be a lot easier because anyone can connect to that. Okay, I like that name. Uh, if I go ahead and get a patent on that now, I might make. You'll some... probably be pretty rich. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and so you can send messages to people. It's sort of like mail, but it's email because it stands for electronic mail. Okay. Um... I have a hard time believing you, quite frankly. It seems a little far-fetched, but... Okay, uh, but that little wish is following your cursor. You don't know what a mouse cursor is, do you? Um, I know what a mouse is. It's a small furry <laughs> Thank you creature. Thank very much. Um, um, that little witch that I was talking about? She's yes. going to hop on your on your email, on your mm-hmm. electronic mail, and she's going she's gonna to go wherever you send it. I believe Lisa is inspired by like specific Japanese folklore of, like... Because really? there's all sorts of, like... Baba Yaga? That's... Russian, Russian, but there's all sorts of like Japanese ghosts and stuff. Lisa's sort of based on there's like two Japanese ghosts called the uh, Yurei and the Ubume, who are like lady ghosts, lady spirits. One of them's a yokai. Uh, so that's interesting to me because I know those things. <laughs> you were t- you were in the middle of telling me about Silent Shills. Apparently, at one point in the development of PT, uh, Junji Ito was involved. Not PT, Silent Hills. At some point, uh, I would believe that. I'm a Ito fan. Yeah, me too. So how does so Hideo Kojima is a big fan of Ito? Absolutely, I would believe that. Um, has he said that in an interview? Will he say that in an interview? Hideo Probably. Um, Will you say that in an email? I or, actually think it was Guillermo, my friend Guillermo, who was like who inspired by uh, Junji Ito, and that that isn't surprising if you look at like some of his uh, 
scarier movies. There's clearly a, a, a lot of influence there. Definitely, yeah. Definitely. Or at least there will be. Wink. You weren't done telling me about your game. It sounds like all we have so far is a voice pack by yes. Norman Reedus, <laughs> my friend Norman Reedus, and then a a ghost that follows a small rodent. <laughs> How is that supposed to work? It's called haunting. Um, <laughs> oh, come on, you fucker. So, yeah, and then when you... Uh, it rides along on your mail. Imagine if, like, your mailman opened mm-hmm. all your envelopes and put a little bit of... Put a little some extra in every envelope that you send. Okay, I think it's illegal, but I can't imagine it. You're a very good... You're doing a very good job describing this for me, a boy in 1979. So, yeah, basically when you have electronic mail, we do the same thing, but you don't need a middleman to do mm-hmm. that. We just kind of just slip it in there. Okay. And the the, the little, little, little lanyard that we add in there is such that... When you send it to somebody else, it gets in all of their mail. And when they send it to somebody else, it gets in all of their mail. Okay, it's like a virus. Like a virus. Yeah, exactly. Like coughing in somebody's face. Yeah. You still haven't described to me what this game does. Um, not much. It's not much of a game there. Okay. It's just kind of a voice pack. Sure. It makes money. Uh Uh-huh. Because it's got ads. And it's called Silent Shills. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's silent. See, it's, it's literally viral. Right. In every sense of the word, it goes from person to person, and they can't stop it. They can't do anything about it other than let it run its course. All right. Um, no vaccine. Sure. I uh, I think people in 79 still did vaccines and didn't have any problems with it, so that makes sense to me. It's maybe... It's a little scary. Right. All right, so people who like thrillers would be into this. Sure. Michael Jackson's thriller. Right. People who really like to be frightened yep. that they might lose all the data on their expensive computer uh-huh. um, would be uh, frightened by the fact that they they might they would be enthralled even by the fact that they might lose anything huh. by this dangerous virus that is threatening their computer. And does this virus, by any chance, like leave messages in the email? Like, like, does it say things that might like ruin a person's? No, well, normally, normally, like I said, it, it attaches their email and spreads that way. Right. Normally, it leaves a little, little bit of breadcrumbs saying like, "Get Outlook for Android" or "Sent from my iPhone." Okay, which okay. doesn't make any sense to you. That's just gibberish. Uh, but, I know what androids are. That's robot men. It's the thing, yeah, right? It's the thing from Isaac Asimov. Yes, uh, of course. Uh, right, I'm Big very fan. familiar with the works of Isaac As- Asimov. <laughs> um. Right, so so androids. Sure. Uh, also, um, androids send emails. iPhones, phones are the things that you talk on. Okay, and, and the I means uh, like eyeball. Okay, uh, that makes sense. That's basically how I pictured the future. So this is all lining up for me. <laughs> it's like a phone where you can see them, the person that you're talking to. Yeah, why not? Fuck iPhone. it. Sure. Who cares? Leave a little post-it note for your podcast partner in the future, and then he can invest in something <laughs> Let's or whatever. Podcast. It's a lot like a radio show. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you've said, you must have explained it at some point. You've said podcast, I hope, otherwise. I have not. Huh. You're just drunk. The time, the time stream is a little, it's getting a little wonky <laughs> here. Uh, I'm losing you a little bit. I'm losing you. It seems like you're fading back through that wall. Uh, there's like lightning, I assume, from the speed force shooting out of the wall right now that you're like, that you're, that you're. What's um, the speed force? Uh, it's like the Flash from Batman, from Batman v Superman. It's like the Flash, what he said when he Your was traveling back movie. in time. Um, Frank Miller. Uh, I've been following Frank Miller really closely, so I know what he's up to. Right. 
Um, I'm not unconvinced that you don't have a time machine. Uh, why would you say? Why would you say that? I'm not convinced you don't have a time machine. Now, now, what, now, now, where are you getting that from? I don't even know what that means. Time machine. <laughs> the thing is, I'm gonna come back to the future, and none of the things that we talked about today are gonna exist. Uh, yeah. Uh, and you think that's because I have a time machine? Or... No, it's because I told you about them, and you're like, "That's stupid," and right. intentionally avoided that. Because for the you're rest just because your you're just like a big kid. You're like a big kid, <laughs> and I'm intimidated by big kids. Right. Uh, I'm just a little. I'm just a. I'm, just I'm, a I'm giving boy. you alcohol. I'm giving you wine. I'm breaking the law. That's true. You're definitely breaking the law right now. Japanese law. Uh, probably. I feel like Hideo Kojima would know. He'd be. He would be involved in local politics. Uh no, I just kind of keep to myself. Um, well, yourself and myself your and friend. Guillermo del Toro. He's the only one that's supporting me. All my other friends don't believe I can be a filmmaker. Guillermo uh, del Toro. And, and you know, you're telling me I'm going to make video games. Like, what is that even? I want to make films. You're going to make things like Blockade. Yeah, I want to make for arcade. Yeah, that. You ever been to an arcade? Probably. I mean, arcades didn't really get big until the '80s, but, but they you know, existed. Small ones, I imagine. Yeah. So yes, and I played the fuck out of Blockade. And I can't wait to to to, to see Snake. To see Snake, uh, who I have of course named after my mother, Solid Snake, <laughs> who I love and cherish. Snake eater. Uh, I hope nobody eats my mom. That's my dad. <laughs> Ugh. I think right. that's it. I think I'm losing you. You're going back through the time stream. Yeah, the things you're saying don't make any sense right now. No, that's it. You've obviously like lost the the continuum or whatever. The lightning again, Speed Force. So um, it's been tight, my friend. Uh, if if there's anything you want it's to, it's been real. It's been fun. It ain't been real fun. If there's any, if there's like a message that you want to leave for your co-host in the future, I would write it on this right now, and then I'll make sure he gets it. Uh, okay. And I'll make sure he doesn't rip it up like Doc Brown. Right. Um. <laughs> and if he does, I'll make sure he tapes it back up like Doc Brown. Uh, like Doc Brown. Right. <laughs> Who's Doc Brown? Um. From Back to the Future. I have a time machine. Okay, okay. I have a time machine. All right, I'm going to write you a message. All right. Um, me or your co-host? No, Vincent. you. Okay. Uh, I, you could just tell me, couldn't you? <laughs> no? All right. This is so bad. Okay. All right, so I've written a message to Hideo Kojima. Okay. I'll make sure that uh, Vincent Marinelli gets this in the future. It'll, I'll be there at his birth. I'll be there at his birth and hand it to him, and I'll say, don't open this until... October 31st, 2020. Uh, right. Until you're recording your Halloween episode with uh, Glenn Cagle. I'll tell him all that. And I'm losing you. You're leaving. Goodbye. Oh, no. Glenn, goodbye. So, Glenn, it's me, Vincent Marinelli. Um, hey, I, hey so Vincent, I have... you sound a lot like my friend, um, my friend Hideo Kojima. No, I don't think that's true. So I have this um, note that uh, your friend Hideo it's like Kojima... In a, it's like in an envelope. You haven't opened it. No, I haven't opened it. You got it at birth. Uh, I'm just going to take a quick peek at that because it seems like... Um, you got it at birth, but you haven't opened it yet because Hideo Kojima... No, I did here. rip it up. I did rip it up because I didn't want to know the future. Uh, and my hands started disappearing when I looked at the paper. But um, but then I taped it back up. At, because uh, Hideo Kojima told you to. Because he told me to. And so now I'm going to open this up for the first time uh, since, since 1979. Uh, and the I'm first gonna... time since you ripped it up. So here we go. So here we go. I'm looking at it now. Glenn, it's a picture of your cock. <laughs> How would you know what my cock looks like? Glenn, you've handed me... So it appears that this is a picture of your penis. I know it's yours because Wait, your I face Wait, I thought you were is... talking about my rooster. 
Your face is also in this picture. I have like a rooster and some hens at home. Your rooster and hen is in this picture, as well as your penis. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> I don't know where this picture came from. I don't know who took it. Probably Hideo Kojima. You think Hideo... I don't think Hideo Kojima would have done this. I very, <laughs> Maybe you know, Guillermo del Toro. Was, listen, he was there at my birth. We were a little tipsy. <laughs> Guillermo del Toro had a camera. Okay, I said, right. wouldn't it be funny if... Um... Folks, I think that's the show. <laughs> Actually, you know what, though? I don't, have a, I don't have a clean way to end the show. Glenn, I think you said you had some fun facts, right? I have some fun, some fun little facts. I didn't know we were going to be talking about PT as much as we were, as much as we did. Right. So I just, I just kind of looked up some like basic Halloween facts. That's and that's fine. It did, is, does it have anything to do with like the development of Halloween? Not Halloween itself. Not Halloween itself. Um, well, I can talk about that. It was actually invented by the Druids in like uh, England. I know, in, like Britain. Uh, around Not what England. time do you think? Well, Wales, I think. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, what time. all right, that's fine. I, I'm putting you on the spot. I know a fun thing about the development of uh, Halloween is that instead of pumpkins that we used to carve, it used to be turnips. Okay. And they were fucking really creepy looking. Yeah, you didn't because pumpkins hollow them out. pumpkins are a um, are native to the Americas. Okay. That so makes for sense. the Druids living in the British Isles, it was um, they didn't have pumpkins obviously because that's an American thing. Yeah. So. Um, they used, I guess, turnips or whatever yeah. they had. Maybe some gourds, maybe some squash you or something. So you didn't, you couldn't hollow out a turnip. So you literally just carve scary little teeth into it. Yeah. Uh, if everybody, everybody at home, if you aren't too drunk or you aren't driving, again, please don't drink and drive or listen to our podcast. Or listen to our podcast. Drive. No, you can listen to our podcast and drive just as long as you're responsible about it. This has been a PSA. Goodbye. To me, druid means plant person. What does druid mean if not? Oh, it's like a religion. It's like a religion. All right, yeah. that's all I needed. Yeah. So, what are your fun facts, Glenn? Because that wasn't one of them. That was just on the fly. That was just uh, well, yeah. And, and my um, druid. It's kind of fun because the druids were like I think they were in like Ireland and Great Britain before um, Catholicism got big there mm-hmm. in Ireland. Catholics all over the world kind of like merged with their cultures of that region. Right. So in Ireland, this was uh, All Souls Day on mm-hmm. um, October thirty first, and All Saints Day on All Hallows Eve. Um, along with um, the Druid holiday of like the Harvest Festival or something like that. Okay. I don't actually know what it's called, but they merged those two together and became Enikpim Halloween, which cool. I think is a mispronunciation of All Hallows Eve. Um, I've heard that before. It's something like that. Something like that. Um, but yeah, they took traditions from both and put them together. Um, a lot of holidays, uh, a lot of secularish holidays are kind of like that anyway, which is interesting to me at least. Um, but that was not one of my fun facts. Right. Um, so Vincent, yes. Um, not too long ago, me and a good friend of mine were looking into um, vampire lore and different vampires and their respective uh, weaknesses. Oh yeah. So in every lore, vampires have different weaknesses. Some of them are goofy. Some of them are fun. Some of them are. Um, it's a, frankly, I don't want to think about. Sure. Um, so you know, you see your classic ones like stabbed in the heart with a stake, mm-hmm. a wooden stake specifically some of them you know it's holy water and others it's like the sign of the like the cross like burns them or whatever sunlight of course uh garlic not letting them into your house not letting them into your house there's one about throwing rice at them rice sure some of them get stuck on like salt or something but that's like ghost or some of them like don't like silver you know they go out they go they sometimes they get a little weird with it Mm -hmm. by far the weirdest one we saw was um some vampires uh one in particular um, his weakness, Dracula? his weakness is, uh, becoming soggy in milk. 
was the vampire Captain Crunch. So, um, is Captain Crunch a vampire? So we had to think to ourselves, like, what does that fucking mean? Yeah. To become soggy in milk. Yeah. Have you ever become soggy in milk, Vincent? I haven't. My my breakfast cereal has. Yeah. So can you think of a vampire that would whose weakness would be becoming soggy in is milk? It Captain Crunch. It is Count Chocula. Ah, uh, you fucker. So this is actually on the Wikipedia article for like vampire weaknesses in in vampire lore. Uh-huh. One of them is literally listed as made soggy in milk, and it doesn't list which vampire. Right. That that weakness belongs to. No, he, so you're just left to guess until you figure it out. I mean, okay. Here's where I'm at with that. That's a fun fact. You got me there. That fact, fun. My problem with it is that it discredits Count Chocula as a member of the vamp the vampire community. Because uh, he's, he's a peer, a peer of vampires. Uh, yes. So when vampire. you think about it, when you think about it, right? Uh, a vampire. He's a count. He's pretty wealthy. That's yeah. the thing. That's the thing. Vampires in media, who do you got? You got Dracula? Sure. Alucard. Uh, Alucard would be number two. Nosferatu. I guess Nosferatu is number three, but Nosferatu is just an adaptation of Dracula. Once sure. again, it's basically the same character. They're all they're all adaptations of Vlad the Impaler. Yes. And that's the thing. Like, uh, like there aren't, you know, I mean, I like, I like the TV series What We Do in the Shadows, but, uh, and also the movie, but like, you know, lore, uh, 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 pop culture... Impact wise, mm-hmm. the three vampires that I think have the greatest like like sway in media ever are Dracula, Nosferatu, and Count Chocula. I can't think of like, do you know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So why not? I mean, it's all made up. So why wouldn't who's why wouldn't, the uh, who's the vampire Sonya from like I'm sure those like Disney like um, Disney Channel originals. I feel like they had some vampires on there. Uh. I never really. What about uh, what about Vampire Diaries? Okay. Or Edward was he a vampire from? from... Oh, I didn't even think about Twilight. So so Twilight's pretty influential. You're right. You're right. Twilight. I might even say. Am I out. saying the wrong one? One of them's a vampire. One of them's a werewolf. Edward is a, Edward's the vampire. Cool. Jacob's a werewolf. Bella is the a human. daughter, and Charlie is her dad. What is what? Her, her dad's name is Charlie. I don't he's the care best. About that. I just been, I just watched all the movies recently. Have you really? Okay, I've, I've really never seen them. They look horrible. They are great. The scenes I've seen from them look like trash. Uh, yeah, no, they're not. Um, I mean, they're poorly written. We're moving into hot on cold territory because nobody gives a shit about Twilight anymore, my friend. Well, I don't know, like um, Vampire Lore. I just thought it was funny. This it's is a comedy funny. podcast. Yeah, made soggy and milk. That's our new slogan. That's our slogan. <laughs> right. So I've got one more. This is actually a development thing. Okay. Hey, Vincent. Hey, Glenn. So, in the past, you told me that the noise the Endermen make in Minecraft, like, kind of skeeves you out. <laughs> a little bit. It's pretty freaky. I won't lie. I mean, when I was a kid, the first, like, Endermen used to freak me the fuck out. I, Mostly because I didn't know how they worked. That's fair. I, um, I knew that, like, you weren't supposed to look in their eyes, but I didn't, like, know what that meant, so I just kind of avoided them. Just avoided them entirely? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, how um, does it know if I'm looking in, in his eyes, you know? When I was in middle school, there was nothing, nothing nothing that scared me more than the slenderman slenderman okay i, I was, was never a slenderman guy i was a <laughs> uh i'm glad i'm saying this on air so that it will stay with me forever i was a huge creepypasta guy i was just okay, crazy yeah, about yeah, the yeah. things apostafarian if you will um yeah sure dude um couldn't get enough of these these wacky stories uh jeff the killer 
sign, sign me up. Anyway, uh, so Enderman, I'm right there with you. What is your, so what's, what are you, what's your fact? So the, the sounds that they make are, um, it turns out the Enderman just want to be your friend. Hmm. The sounds that they make are um, a person saying hi or what's up or a few other things just played backwards. Okay. Huh. Is it, it I'm truly sure it's, it's dis- sped up. Distorted or distorted sped, sped up. up. It yeah. has to be. I believe I'm, um, that's interesting. <laughs> you just want to be your friends. Glenn, do you believe in, you believe in ghosts? Have you ever, have you ever witnessed a ghoul? No, Vincent. Spectral phenomena. Um, Have you ever received, been on the receiving end of a ghost job? See, now that, that last one there, I feel like is a little bit different than the others. Um, I mean, if you answer yes, it's, you answer all the other questions. Sure. What's the most ghoulish experience I've ever encountered? That's a good question. Um... I don't know. I mean, I I was in I was in scouts for a while, so we just had a whole bunch of fun, you know, right. walking around the woods making noises and scaring uh-huh. little kids. Um, and I'm sure I had the same thing happen to me. But I've never I've never been like a ghost guy. I've never been somebody to get jumpy at ghosts. I had a thing where I was in like um, I was in scouts as well. Heyo, uh, I was I remember it was a camp. There was um. I had a poop in the middle of the night. I went to the the sort of it was one of those things where it's like a, it's like made of wood. It's essentially an outhouse, but there right. isn't a door. You know, you like go into it and you curve around. Right. It's like, okay. you, you know what I'm talking about. And there's a hole in the ground that you just shit in. Sure. Um, and I remember I was pooping in that. I was going back to the camp. I was going back to the camp and um, I just like I heard something next to me. You know, like it sounded like okay. And, and, you know, I was, I was a kid and I was freaked out. And so obviously I could be making this up, but it really did sound like there was something walking next to me, like in the woods outside of the beaten path, you know? And so I started running and obviously it sounded like it was chasing me. Uh, It was probably like your own footsteps. Almost certainly my echo. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. But that freaked me out. I do think I've seen a ghost. Oh, crazy. It started running exactly when you did. Yeah, I know, right? I do think I've seen a ghost. I don't believe in ghosts, but I, I had hey, a... Hey, don't say that or they'll get you. I had a spectral experience once. What's that? I, uh, I used to get a lot of sleep paralysis. A oh, lot. okay. It happened sure. to me a couple yeah. times, but every time That's it's very like ghastly. weird. Um, yeah, I mean, the first time it was the classic, like you couldn't even make out the shape. It was just a, like a large uh, void, like an orb that essentially sure. just sat like, I almost said shat, uh, but it sat on my sure. chest and I couldn't breathe. Um... But but one of the times I got sleep paralysis, I was in like my my freshman college dorm, and uh, I, I I I listen to podcasts while I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of a podcast guy, and I like to listen to podcasts when I go to sleep. I had it on. Uh, I, I dozed off. I woke up in the middle of the night. It was like my creepypastas.com, eyes. Creepypastas right? Creepypastas.com. Uh, I was kind of like on my side, uh, facing. You know, my bed my bed was up against the wall, so I was facing my room. Okay. Uh, and my eyes were adjusting a little bit. I woke up. I couldn't, um, I, like, I couldn't move. Sleep process, but I could see. I could look around. My my arm is sticking out of the sheets because I'm sleeping on my side. And there's like a little ghost girl holding my hand. Oh, weird. She's literally like right next to my bed. Okay, I can't, like I can't wacky. see her face, but she is. You know, she's short and she's like, I mean, cl- like just classic your run of the mill little girl. And she's like literally, I'm, mm, I'm, you know, I can't rum, move my kinda. head. Can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually. 
It, it totally did. She was like wearing a dress like the little girls in The Shining. Sure, okay. Uh, I couldn't move my, I couldn't move anything, so my arms are sticking out, and she's just like holding my hand, and I can hear, like, 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 like the, uh, I see my phone, I can hear the sound coming out of it. It's not a podcast, it's like radio static. Oh. I'm just hearing words occasionally, like a little so, girl's voice. Okay. Like she says daughter a couple of times. Okay. And that's it, and then at one point I just woke up. It was weird. That's pretty spooky. I th- you know, sleep paralysis is just weird like that. Like sometimes it's, it's like shapes and sometimes it's a little yeah. ghost girl, I guess. How about cryptids? Cryptids? I'll what tell you what, what I love cryptids. I'm crazy about those wacky creatures. Crazy about cryptids. Crazy about cryptids. Uh, Every state has a cryptid. So that's one for Georgia. That's the thing. Uh, it's it's uh, it's one of those. It's a Loch Ness monster ripoff. It's really. Lake. I thought it was gonna be a squatch ripoff. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a, it's some sort There's of. There's no monster. natural lakes in Georgia though. Yeah. Which is weird. Well, okay. So the lakes in Georgia are actually kind of freaky because a lot of them have like houses and stuff on the bottom. Yeah. Because, like I said, they're not natural lakes; they're man-made, meaning they literally had to flood an area. Sure. To create them by damming a river. And a lot of times that not only damned the river, but also damned the residents living there. Hey, oh, damn. Um, yeah. So, um, yes. Yeah, so, so some of the lakes in Georgia, you can actually dive down to the bottom and find houses, churches, uh, you know, parks where people used to play. And it's kind of freaky. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's the show. Let us know if we scared you, if we give you, if we gave you a little fright tonight. Mm-hmm. I want to say I, I do want to say thank you for sticking with us. You know, there's it's been rough. It's hey, fuck off. Um, it is Halloween. There's like every horror movie you could be watching right now. So if you've chosen uh, to listen to us, we really do appreciate it. We appreciate you. If you want to screech out to us, our email is developmentheaven at gmail.com. If you like the show, let us know. You can do so via Twitter at devhevpod. Uh, and you can also join our Discord. Both of those will be linked in our description. So if you want some more Development Heaven, you can sink your teeth right into those. Ooh, good, good. Mm-hmm. Wanted to thank Matthew Annie and Natalie Quick. Uh, they did the work on our normal logo uh, and our cover art and all that. And they also helped us on this amazing Halloween art, which is... It's, Spectac- I mean, spooktacular. It, spooktacular. Uh, uh, um, it's amazing. Uh, um, so thank them. Thank you guys so much. Show them some uh, love. They're linked in our description as absolutely. well. Absolutely. Check them out. Um, and uh, thank you to you for listening. Tell your friends. That's what we need. Right. Spook them out. Send them, send them this episode if you think it's funny. Send them this episode if you want to give them a, a fright. If you don't think it's... If, if, you know, it'd be kind of weird to send them this episode after Halloween in November. You know, mm-hmm. they're probably thinking about Thanksgiving. So maybe send them like one of our other episodes that you think is really funny. Uh, and Glenn, we're in your room. You're sitting in front of your uh, <laughs> your Casio keyboard. If you want to go ahead and uh, Casio, what is it? It's a Yamaha. It's a Yamaha. Go ahead and play us out, my friend. All right. I don't know you. <laughs> I want you to play music until you're tired.